it's crazy how the universe <coughs> hey this is my blunder tonight so I'm up um, if you were with me last time I was speaking about mother wounds and this is part two um, but it's crazy how the universe sends you sends you sends you what you need It's crazy, right? I was talking about mother wounds and the first meal that I needed my mom to protect me from pulled up and interrupted my video. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy, you know? Like, so it made me think about my mother wounds, so to speak, you know? And the thing about it, the only thing I really wanted from my mom was protection and everything. Like, for a long while, she gave me love. But we have all of these things that men that are placed in our lives through, a lot of time through family or through mothers, you know, mothers of the family, through the mothers of the family. How about that? They have men placed in our lives and a lot of time it's um like some type of nostalgia to them or they give them some type of nostalgia that 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 places them in a space of where they once were loved and everything but they don't know how to break from that nostalgia so they're in it for years and years and years at a time so this guy <laughs> he stated his name and I heard it ever so clearly and usually I edit out my my podcast but I don't know I went to edit it and I somehow something just like pressed done and, and I couldn't go back and edit it no more and everything like this after I submit the podcast so these are genuine podcasts these are like in real life kind of so to speak you know so, if you hear it, it's happening, you know, it's like, <coughs> no hidden agendas or anything, this is literally my life, <coughs> but, um, I think I have to introduce this person, he said his name on the last video, and it's, it's documented under another one, it's like, wake up, <laughs> it's like, damn, I put it under the wrong thing, and everything, yo, it wasn't, it wasn't even supposed to fall under this one, so, mother wounds, well, <coughs> like I said in the previous one, I basically grew up with my granny up until I was age seven. Like, that's who I remember my life with and everything. Not saying that my mom didn't have a house or anything of that nature, because she did. She had a house, she had a job, and all of that stuff and everything. But most of my memory of my childhood, I'm always with my granny. But that was mostly because that's where I was dropped off at and everything of that nature. So, I'm the oldest, the oldest of my sisters, you know, I'm 20 years older than my youngest sister, but I'm the oldest, and I'm the oldest of 
<coughs> out of the batch of children that came with me. It's like, um, my family, <coughs> for some reason, when they, when we reproduce, all of us have children in batches, like real stuff, you know. Um, there's been aunts and, and nieces and nephews pregnant or had pregnancies around the same time as each other and it's, it's bananas but when our family reproduce they reproduce <laughs> that half of life so I'm the oldest of my bit, my clan of people you know around my age group <clears throat> so but I've always been with my granny um the one time that I really remember kind of being with my mom <clears throat> is when I got of school age. <clears throat> so, um, like first grade, second grade, um, I was really like fully with my mom, but my, my granny no longer had her space on some bullshit family stuff, you know, but that's another story. Well, that's the same story. <laughs> mother, mother wounds, you know like her children took stuff from under her because she loved them so much and she'd give anything for them to be better than what they were you know and with that mindset um it kind of killed a lot of herself you know and I've sat with her children you know based off of you know my granny my granny taught me a lot she always told me don't depend on a man, you know, like, have some shit for yourself, basically, you know, know how to do some shit for yourself, and that's basically how I live my life, knowing how to do shit for myself, um, if I didn't, like, if somebody didn't do it, or couldn't do it, or I asked, and they had the means to do it, and they still said no, because it was some kind of ill will they had against the situation or whatnot, <clears throat> I went out and got it for myself, and that's how I've had to be since I was, like, 14, and, but my mom, my mom moved me, changed my school system in second grade, and the school system I was in before, I absolutely loved it, you feel me, I had friends, of course, you know, (laughs) but I had friends and everything, they weren't really bullies, you know, you had your people that you can tell it was more so of the boys that bullied. It was more so of like a, a lustful type bullying and everything. And it wasn't harsh and everything. And it was pretty much straightforward. So when I got to this new school system and the children didn't know how to express themselves, um, it was more violent, so to speak. And... <laughs> And like I said, I grew up in the country. I'm along the road out by myself. The next neighbor is probably like a mile or two down the road and everything. But like <laughs> real life country girl, straight Mississippi goddess, you know. So, <clears throat> so growing up like that, you know, if I was to speak and be nice, you know, it was... <laughs> It was the same, I got the same energy return, you know, and so when I get to this school and I speak and be nice and I'm lashed out at or, you know, girl hit me because I spoke to her, you know, like real stuff, 
in second grade and it was absolutely bananas and I was like okay ma I don't like this school (laughs) and so the biggest that was that was actually third grade when I was really telling her again ma I really don't like this school second grade I tried it and my first incident was with the guy that interrupted my first live I had actually seen him filling on my teacher and she was my favorite teacher and everything and to this day he still scum to me you know so <laughs> when I see him and he see his energy it's still the same as it was when I'm set I was second grade it disgusts me you know so <clears throat> I'm 30 now by the way so like he uh was touching on my teacher we were in class and everything and I sat by the door and my seat by the door I could see the entire room, everything that's going on under the desk and everything. I think the only under the desk that I couldn't see were the the people off to my side and they were off to my left side, basically. But the other other half of the room, the whole room was in my view. I could see everything. And so he happens to be, what happened to be doing some type of group exercise, class exercise, um, I think we're taking turns doing something, <clears throat> so they can take the attention off, but yeah, I'm very aware of my surroundings, I have always been, as a young girl, even as a young girl, you know, so, like, with that being said, I, um, I feeling on my teacher and everything. I had never stolen anything in my life at that point. And for some reason, that day, I let the classroom sit, sit beside me. Every day, he'd come in and try to sit beside me so he can copy off my paper. <laughs> but he, he just was the snitch and was like, fuck no, you can't sit beside me. You talk too much. <clears throat> but for some reason, that day, I allowed him to sit beside me. And so... <laughs> And so I see him, I see this guy and everything. He was feeling on my teacher and everything. She was my favorite teacher. She was so pretty. And he was feeling on her and everything. I was like, fuck no, you feel me? And I do look better than him, yo. And that was the thing. She was too pretty and her dude looked better than him. And he was scum. The dude that was feeling on her was scum, <laughs> you know? <clears throat> And she had a candy bar. And every day she leaves her candy bar up there by the pencil sharpener and everything like this right here. I stole a candy bar. And I was eating it. And I knew, you feel me, once the class snitch spelt me eating it, I should have given them some and, like, ended it. But I didn't. I was like, no, you feel me? I'm not. And I'm going to ignore you. Like, I don't fucking hear you asking what I'm eating. And, like, I don't fucking hear you asking for some of what I'm eating. (laughs) So, after I got on my bus and everything, she was looking for a candy bar and everything. I had left the wrappers and everything in the desk. And the next day, I was the attention of the classroom. I was placed on spot. And it's funny. It's funny, right? I was placed on spot. And he was, he was like, she just, like, standing in front of me because we found the, the candy wrapper and everything. So she was mad about this. She wasn't even mad about the candy and everything. But he had told her everything I had said because I told him what I had seen. Like, look, he's over there filling out her coochie under the desk. 
<laughs> so he, I know he told her, you know. So that was the whole conversation once I left the room, you know, to get out of my bus for the end of the day. <coughs> Some good shit. Oh, but uh, <coughs> they love and everything. And so the next morning I get the class. I was attention, so we were raining. She got me standing up front in the classroom. I'm wondering, like, what the fuck I'm still standing up here for? If I'm gonna stand up here all day, I mean, that ain't shit. You feel me? I fucking stand up here all day. You know, that's cool. I'm still gonna learn. I'm still gonna hear what's been said and everything. And I'm up here by the teacher, so I can see every everything that's going on in the classroom, right? So he comes in the classroom, and. <laughs> It's funny, like, once I ended the um, last live, he said it. He was like, I know who you are. And his wife was in the car, and she was just looking at me. She was just smiling. It was like um, a slight amazement that I actually had. I guess she was more so amazed that I told him I wasn't voting for him. <laughs> because his energy, well, he looks the same. <clears throat> he took it. He takes it as a compliment. It's like, well, you know, I age well and I look good. I was like, no, your energy looks the same. And she was like, you know him? I'm like, yeah, I know him. It's like, um, where do you know him from? That question came about, but every time that question was a, a, a brought up, brought up by his 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 wife and everything, he changed the subject or or tried to direct the different the conversation into. <laughs> a different method and everything because he doesn't know what I know you know or he doesn't he can't place my face in everything because I'm a background or I've been a background type person and everything didn't have to be that was just a choice that I made to be a background type person you know and so with that he um he, he tried to change the narratives and everything and she just looked at me it's like, yeah, I'm not voting for you. <laughs> like, who you're running against? <laughs> if you want me to vote, but I don't vote anyway. So, mm, that's your, you know, issue or whatnot. And so, <clears throat> as the conversation began to get deeper, it's like, oh, you have a nice night. And he pulls off and everything. So, she's left in wonder. She's going to find out who I am. <laughs> and she's going to ask, but... But he, he, he said um, the reason I may know him or remember him was because, oh, I must have put that paddle on your butt. Yeah, nah. <laughs> so um, he tried, you know, but like because of what I had seen and everything, he had to honestly state why he was paddling me, you know. And it couldn't be about no fucking stolen candy bar, you know. It couldn't be about no fucking stolen candy bar, you know? So it has to be, like, a whole truth. And so he comes into the classroom, and, and he attempts to attempts to embarrass me, and I look at him because I had the upper hand because the class, the whole class really doesn't know, you know, what's going on or <clears throat> the reason of being. They know the fake reason, the stolen candy bar but they don't know the real reason. <laughs> so, so I had the upper hand in this conversation. He told me to turn around so I can 
battle me or whatnot. It's like, no, you're not. <clears throat> you're not touching me. And so he playfully pushes my arm and everything and like touching my arm playfully like he would um, playfully flirt with a little girl when you're like seventh and eighth grade, you know. It's like, dude, don't touch me. <laughs> Second grade, so fierce. <clears throat> so fire but that was my first instant and I went home and my mom was like I don't like this school I said I saw him feeling on my teacher and I told somebody and then they told him I was like I stole a candy bar too but there was no you know he didn't have no reason to speak to me about it if she had already so called disciplined me about it before he got in the classroom and everything <clears throat> I stayed um, I told my mom and like this was my first time the first time my mom actually listened to me as far as anything pertaining to male protect me you know that I felt that she did protect me and everything because she took me out to school and she put me back in my old school system so the beginning of my third grade year I was in my old school system so So, I think that mostly changed when our church changed. So, um, so people had came into our old church. It was my first church. It was in third grade. That was the last time that we went to our church <clears throat> and everything. Um, and, like, some people had came come into our church and had announced, like, hey, we're starting a church. We're just here, you know, from Atlanta. And we're coming down here to start a church down here and everything of that nature. And when I looked at these people, their energy seemed so wicked, you know. My mom, you know, she usually listens to me about, you know, what I feel about people because it was likely that I was wrong. <clears throat> and so the people... They look, their energy looks so wicked. They look like robots and everything. Like, you guys were inviting us to your church, but you have skulls on your face and everything like that. And so, I whispered to my cousin, I was like, bro, I don't want to go to that church. Look at them, they look mean as fuck. <clears throat> he was like, yeah, me either. So, I whispered over to my mom, like, mom, you going to the church? She looked at me. You want to go? I'm like, no, I don't want to go. I want to stay in this one. She's like, okay. And then, I don't know, somehow, at that time, my aunt was trying to trying to move up in rank. This was the same aunt that, that basically stole my granny's house from under her. She was trying to move up in rank. And, of course, you feel me, a new church, no members you know, not even in, not an, even an evangelist, you know, so, of course, <laughs> the wicked, the wicked, the wicked always, you know, find ways to move about, to try to throw off the balance of law and order, you know, the balance is always wicked, wicked lurks, you know, so, Wicked is who you are. Wicked is who you are, you know. It's 
some people accept that they're wicked. I don't give a fuck, I'm wicked. Period. I hate being, but what's up? I got to smoke. <clears throat> and so, she was trying to move up and everything like this right here. And my mom was the center of the bunch. Of course she did. She needed a fucking... <laughs> She needed a fucking choir person, yo. So. So. Like, after some time and everything. And we were in that place. My mom was actually working in the school system. And, you know, everybody knew my mom. And I was in the school system with my mom and everything. So. My mom was already working in the school system that I was in. <clears throat> she was right down the hallway. So, <laughs> every time I fucking got in trouble, they walked down the fucking hallway and got my mama. <laughs> it was crazy. But, <laughs> but, she was in the school system and everything. We had a house, you feel me? Like, she had her own and everything. And we stayed right across the street, right across the highway from our school. Like, if we took a little shortcut path and everything. <laughs> but she used to just waste gas and, and drive. And we could have just cut right across and crushed the street. <laughs> Sometimes we did get walked to school with the older kids. The older kids would walk us to school. But, like, most times we got in the car and rode. <laughs> but, <clears throat> like, she had our own and everything. She had line, you know. Like, I remember a time when my mom was actually up, you feel me, even with her fucked up, fucked up relationship that she was in, you know. We had our own. And so, like, in a lot of ways, my mom expired, inspired me, you feel me, because I've seen my mom on the up, like, happy doing what she's doing, you feel me. Like, she had her own land and everything, you know, her own house. And, like, I mean, it needed to be, you know, on the outside, but, like, fixed up and everything. But there was nothing for me because all of those skills were were among her to have it done. You feel me? Her brothers, um, her husband <clears throat> at the time. But, like, <laughs> I've always felt of abundance. I've never known lack. <laughs> um, well, I hadn't known that you feel me at the age at the young girl age and everything so once everything a balance was broken by this wickedness because of greed and so <laughs> of course curses on the family you know and so to have lived with lack from those years you know and I think it's mostly because my mom knew of the details because they began they had got close once that new church situation came so they needed to relocate out of where we were <laughs> that's funny but <laughs> that is funny <laughs> epiphanies you know and they need to relocate out of the area that they were in 
in order for my auntie to take this proper position being an evangelist of this church this wicked church that i as a young girl didn't want to attend you feel me i was okay with attending church you know because we learned it was fun and you know yeah (laughs) it helped us it emoted us and we didn't know lack you see but (laughs) greed greed is something (laughs) greed is something but we um we moved and my aunt's house was the next house of point you feel me of of gathering for our family but the thing was we didn't like this aunt like this you feel me our energy always has just felt the fuck off but we didn't like this energy <laughs> and they said I used to follow her around as a little girl but to be honest I don't remember you know you feel me I just remember all of a sudden just feeling awful about her and not wanting to be around her but we um we we got to this church and everything and like it was just off like nobody else came like a few people came you know and tried it but nobody else came you feel me it was just us and our family that comprised the church my mom and two of my aunts you feel me with one of my aunts the evil wicked aunt she had two sons <laughs> my other aunt she had two daughters well, well it grew into two daughters and a son you feel me it started off just a daughter and a son oh no it was two daughters and a son yo. 96 yep 97 was in everything popped off so yeah she had two daughters and a son and my mom had three girls at the time so like our family composed of this church you know like at a point in time, he had family that tried to be around, or they had people that had tried to be around, but it didn't work out, you know, too wicked, you know, a lot of unsaid, unsaid, unspoken truths <coughs> that has to be spoken before you can stand before, you know, and really speak about, you know, <laughs> but because I don't know I guess Christianity has so many unspoken truths it makes it that possible that possible to stand before and speak and and with with having unspoken truths you know not in unspoken truths I'm saying more so of um, along the lines of um, walk the game you speak so to speak it's another scene for it but it's not coming to me right now you know but basically if you're speaking this and everything you're preaching it practice what you preach yeah 
if you're preaching this, you know, how can you stand before others and tell them not to do and you are doing, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's like, you know, but nobody really stayed and everything. We had a lady come out of our church. I really liked her, <laughs> and she, uh, she, 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 she became famous and everything. I'ma sing a clip of her song, right? But this is when I realized that, like, because they didn't do it, because they didn't succeed, they stop their young ones to succeed, to not succeed and not doing what they want to do, and then start to mold them into a direction and attempt to send them into a direction that they went to just to see if they would pass or fail or, you know, say, oh, you tried or whatnot. And it's crazy. And, but I really liked singing. And this lady, they had placed her on, the, um, on our praise team. And I, I would, I would talk to her like all the time. <laughs> and, um, and, um, like, it was crazy. <laughs> oh, wow. It's crazy now that I'm sitting here thinking about this and thinking about being in this church and everything and every person that's come through that um, attempted to help me grow in a direction that I wanted to grow. They were removed from the church or something happened and and they stopped going to the church and everything and it's 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 absolutely bananas you feel me i remember this woman came she was in our church on and off and everything her and her son but she um she came into the church and everything and i remember she gave me a dollar <laughs> for tithes and offering but i had already had my tithes and offering so i kept my dollar you know and and they uh everybody was on me like like what you doing um, what you're doing with money and everything like this right here. Like, she gave it to me. She gave me a dollar and everything. And I already had ties and offers, so I kept the dollar. And she was like, uh. And they was like, uh, my sister, my sister, I remember sister walk up to her around me. She was like, why you give Sean a dollar? She was like, well, I was blessing Sean and everything like this right here. It's okay if I bless Sean, right? She said, oh. Well, you didn't bless me. It's like, well, you weren't around at the time I was blessing, <laughs> you know. And it was, it was crazy. Like the amount of, wow, shit, goddamn, you know. <laughs> this is me just talking about myself and my, you know, just speaking out what I've been through, what I've seen, you know, how I've seen, and everything. Thirty years of life, and I've never just sat and spoken or like what I've seen what I've learned and everything and I think it's much so time to know what I've learned how I've learned you know to evolve and it's a lot you feel me seeing how certain positions and and places I was placed you feel me placed in a in a world of wickedness you feel me darkness surrounds you know, <laughs> and that's where I was placed, take, taken out of somewhere that I could shine and possibly, you know, be in.
been true of who I am. <laughs> you know, it was taken from me away on a power drift. So, that is absolutely bananas. But the lady, you know, she really wanted, I really wanted to sing. But the song is too close to the mirror to see what you see. Why you shout down your blessings, your blessings on me. <laughs> yeah, this her song. Not anything I don't know as far as I could see. Guess I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see in me. Hallelujah, I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see. While you shout down your blessings, your blessings on me. Not anything I don't know as far as I can see. Guess I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see in me. <laughs> yeah, it's a smooth way to end the night and end the life, you know. But this mother wounds part two. I know that lady i've met that lady you know she's an awesome energy you feel me i really like being around her and learning from her and she wanted to take me with her she wanted me to explore my range my range my voice and everything she like seen it and she's like this where it's gonna shine <laughs> When she left the church, when she left the church, she um she told me, "Don't let them dim your light, baby, shine." <laughs> and so I forgot about that. And now that I remember, uh, <laughs> tears. Now that I remember. I am going to shine <sighs> because I've been surrounded by darkness, places and places to be surrounded by darkness, to get power, used as a stepping stone, silence for a long time, so I have a lot to say, I have a lot of no, <laughs> so I'm getting ready to impart my no. And give it to the masses. So. <sighs> thank you for joining me. On my journey. Of self discovery. <laughs> um, hopefully. Well. Hope, no. Hopefully you. Take something in and learn something. And know something. You know. Think about it ride with me to ride with me <laughs> to get to know I started at about age 7 as well to 
because seven is the year of completion at the age of seven whoever you are you are going to be that is who you are seven age seven so around my age seven I was who I am you feel me a free spirited free thinker nature girl you know so I'm learning more about me finding my roots where I am you know right now I've done my maternal ancestry and the total is like 49.6% African and 48.4% I probably have those point percent mixed around but European and on my maternal side of life 29% Italian on the European side ranks high and I think on like 18% Nigerian Yoruba breaks down into Spanish but only 2.4% African American you know but uh, I think it's the 0.6% um, Pan Chinese on the European side it's the smallest percentage but Eternally. So by the time we get we get to father wounds, I would know more about, you know, the DNA of which runs through me. And we'll, you know, we'll be able to explore. <laughs> but um, good night, my lovelies. Thank you for joining me. Or good day if you're getting ready for work, you know. Some people may be getting ready for work. Good day. Hope you enjoy. in the mirror if your face is in the mirror you can't see what's going on around you you know it's like you're the only person that can't see you <laughs> but like t- try to see you through the lenses of others you know and that 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 would be very helpful on the method in which you choose who needs to be around you you know when Think about the, your conversation about you when you're speaking about you. What is there about? What is there about you? You're speaking about you, and you realize that when a lot of people are speaking about you, you know, it's negatively. So stand back from the mirror. You know, you're the only person that can't see you. See your 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 person. You know. Even if you're looking in the mirror, <laughs> it's impossible. You know? And even if you're surrounded by mirrors, you still can't see yourself in every angle. You know? Like, 
you miss an angle, every angle that you're able to turn around, you know? <laughs> so you're the only person that can't see you. So, because you can't see you, why not know you? <laughs> Get to know thyself, to thy own self be true. <laughs> Alright, Zara Nara. 455, look at there. All these completion numbers. Mm-hmm. Good night. Or a good day.